Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. My, my, how a week flies. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bull and Bear Show. Coming to you every week, as you know, with a new topic about your retirement and what you can do to actually help maintain it and grow it. Today's show is going to talk about retirement strategies after a divorce. And you know, there are uh, millions and millions of people, unfortunately, that go through divorce. And one of the most difficult things that I think a person can actually go through, in my opinion, is that, you know, there's an emotional turmoil uh, for not only yourself, but if there's kids involved, certainly with family members and friends and friends that you have have. Um, accumulated over the years together. So I think today's topic, as it's it's hard and difficult, but I think it's very uh, worth exploring this week. And I think everybody out there listening uh, has either known somebody that's went through a divorce or unfortunately has been through one themselves, especially those that of you that may be in the middle of doing this right now. This show will be of, of great importance. And those that you that know somebody that's going through it, I hopefully you'll share uh, our link and, and let them hear because, um, you know, the process, uh, is very unpleasant, but also when you pile on top of it, the financial ramifications of it, it can also be pretty devastating. So, uh, sorry to be such a bummer this week, everybody out there listening, but I think it's going to be a great show and, and give you some great insights. And before I push too far along in the discussion, I want to welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how was your week? Well, I'll tell you what, I had quite a week. It was really, really busy. And um, you know how uh, you can stub your toe really bad? Yes. Do you know that? Uh, Well, I was playing with the dog. We have a puppy, but he's huge. He's like the size of a small miniature pony uh, (laughs) in our our home. And he likes me to chase him you know, to clap and then he'll run these figure eights, but I have to, then we have a wall separating the kitchen from the living room. And when he goes onto the hard floor, it's fun to watch him skid and I'll, he'll start going through there, but I'll take a shortcut around the other side of the wall and surprise him and, uh, and watch him slide and skid trying to stop and turn the other way. And, uh, he loves it. Uh, but unfortunately I got a little carried away and was trying to run, uh, to head him off. And my foot hit the <laughs> hit the corner of the wall, oh, and you no. know, in the doorway. And uh, I not only broke my toe, and uh, probably in multiple places, which they say there's oh. nothing they can do for. It's like my whole foot is uh, it's swollen, it's black and blue, and I've been hobbling around. Not that anyone cares or needs to hear about that story, but um, you know, I thought since we're talking about divorce anyway, we can also talk about my broken foot. Uh, wow. Is, it's all part of the fun. Oh know. man. Bless your heart. <laughs> wow. That sounds painful. Oh. It is really painful. And I just, you know, I just, uh, I'm popping the Motrin like candy, you know, trying to, uh. trying to put up with the paint, icing it, but uh, Hey, at least I can still do my job. Right. Hey, I mean, that's, that's the good <laughs> thing. I can still be here with you and we're going to have fun. Uh, but other than that, I, I had a great week, and and I can't complain. I, other than that, I'm doing great. How about you? What have you been up to? Well, first of all, such a trooper for playing hurt. I'm so glad that uh, <laughs> you are a professional. Oh wow, uh, the, my week was was uh, nothing super exciting. We uh, uh, had a lot of appointments, and that's great. And uh, as far as at home, we we. Uh, uh, continue with sports as you know that's my life i think if you oh, yeah. if you got kids that are that are the ages of mine then that that's that's most of your your uh weeknights are consumed by that so everything uh no no crazy stories of of uh, any broken bones with me so hopefully next <laughs> week we'll report the same but you well, know yeah 
today's yeah. topic's funny, Tony. I, I don't know if you remember, but uh, it will go, I'm going in the Wayback Machine to 1968, but Tammy Wynette. No, I don't remember. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You were Sorry. you're such a young child back then. But uh-huh. Tammy Wynette had, had a song called D-I-V-O-R-C-E, Divorce. And yep, when yep. I, I remember that. Yeah, very, I do know the song. Yeah. Very popular back then. For whatever yeah. reason, that comes to mind when I when I was uh, writing the show up and, and researching. So, But no, uh, my week was not that, that eventful, but uh, it was busy, and that's the way I like it. And that makes the time go by, you know. Well, if we're short on content today, we'll just play that Tammy Wynette song to fill some time. Right? <laughs> It'll stick in your head, man. <laughs> <laughs> it will. Oh, I know it. I know. Yeah, my my parents were really into Tammy Wynette, and uh, I think they had that one on an album that they we'd play on the big old console stereo when I was oh. a little kid. Oh, yeah, I remember those. those yep, the, those were the days, right? Well, uh, yeah, it is a tough topic, though, and I, I think that um, obviously... When it comes to divorce, the financial aspect is really important to understand and what to do. And I assume because you've had a lot of experience, a lot of clients, you've probably had to work with uh, a clients that were going through this, haven't you? No, I certainly agree with you, Tony. You know, as you can imagine, through my years in the practice, I have uh, I have helped lots of clients that that have went through divorce. And you know what I found? Um, if you're listening to this and you're going through a divorce, or you have somebody close to you that is, you know, give them my name. Uh, attorneys I've found are very good with the law. Obviously, that's what they do. Uh, but they may not fully understand their clients' uh, financial investments and what those certain vehicles have certain things about them that you need to be aware of. So I think that's where it comes in uh, with me helping um, the one of the parties that, that is in the middle of the divorce to really make sure the attorneys understand uh, not only uh, what a 401k is or an IRA, but they may have annuities, they may have pension plans. There's lots of things that get involved um, w- when you're going through this, you know, so uh, I think um, if you if you're dealing with a spouse that hasn't had a career maybe or they didn't contribute to a retirement plan as part of their couple strategy, the pressure is even heightened further for that spouse because they need to make sure that they get everything that's that's they're entitled to that's coming their way. And I think a recent article that I read it it, it was titled you know how to protect your retirement after the divorce. And I'm going to be talking about that a little bit in this segment. Um, it, it, it notes that if you're crafting a workable plan for both spouses beforehand, if possible, is the best way that you can take care of, of this. But, you know, uh, if you're planning a wedding and uh, you're in the early days of your union, I probably the last thing you want to do is to, to try to figure out how you're going to divvy up your assets if you divorce. I, I, I chuckled when I read that in the article where that would be an ideal time uh, you right. know, to be fair and equitable about everything. I, well, I, yeah. just, I just don't think that's going to happen. So No, uh, no. But, you know, let's face it. I mean, there isn't a lot out there that lasts forever, uh, Michael. And for millions of people, that includes marriage. So what does this kind of agreement look like? You know, as much as anything, Tony, it comes down to being open and consistent with your communication. You know, you, sure. yeah, you and your spouse really do need to sit down together and examine where you are, uh, if you can do that. And uh, I think from there, you need to come up with, with your plan, dividing the assets in a way that you both can live with it. And you know, Tony, there's no perfect division. So you got both parties need to keep that in mind that you're likely not to get everything that you want. But I think it's essential that you um, at least um, are reasonable. And, you know, I think the process really should start with an examination of all of your retirement um, vehicles that you have and all of those accounts. Um, What I see often is spouses... um, have changed jobs, they've left 401ks behind, and they really have scattered assets. And during this time of divorce, it, it's very prudent to find out where all of those assets are from both parties. So additionally, I think an agreement that's hammered out between you and your spouse, um, you got to be careful if it's just between you two, 
uh, a court may not, if this thing becomes hostile, they may not accept what you said. Hey, we, we, we said we're going to do it this way, but if it's not on paper and if, if it, you know, hasn't had professional guidance with an attorney overseeing it, um, you might find yourself, uh, that it won't survive a legal process. So those are things to keep in mind though. Um, I think professional uh, counsel is very important and a lot of people don't employ people like myself to come in and help, but I, I think it can, it can save you a lot of money by doing that. Well, yeah, it's super helpful and I, I think necessary. And along those same lines, Michael, it seems to me like it would be important to really understand the rules that govern those retirement accounts, because in some cases, those rules require you to spell out how those assets are divided, right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Tony. I think specific amounts you should list and clearly define in any divorce settlement. Uh, it's going to help you in dividing out the assets properly. You know, for example, let's say that you have a thrift savings plan, which is a defined contribution plan, and those are available, Tony, through federal employees, military personnel. It's a uh, it, it's a good example if we look at that. Uh, it mandate in actually that product mandates that a strategy for the plan's assets be clearly defined and labeled as TSP, which again is thrift savings plan balance. In any divorce process, you need to lay that out. And uh, that article that I read said that an informal agreement between two divorcing spouses is not legally binding enough for a rollover. So the, the divorce decree that you get when your divorce is final needs to spell out exactly what's going to happen with, in my example, this uh, thrift savings plan. You know, it's not good enough that you you go to the uh, institution and say, hey, uh, we're splitting this 50-50. Um, we've agreed to do that. I'd like to get that done. Well, they're going to look at you, and they can't. You're going to have to have it from the court spelled out uh, that you both agreed on, and then you can present that document so that the uh, financial institution uh, has no liability diversing or you know moving the money into each party the way it's spelled out by the court they're not going to take all that to say they're not going to take your verbal uh, confirmation that it happened that way right and it's just another area where beneficiary designations are so important with these accounts right yes because if you have a beneficiary designation that's going to take precedent over the will correct that's correct you know, yeah. that, that always takes, uh, supersedes anything that a will would say. And so that's very important that you have that ironed out. Especially in the case of a divorce. If you get divorced, you want to revisit those beneficiary designations and change them up probably, correct? Oftentimes people do not do that, Tony. And, you know, weeks go by, then years fly by and um, that person passes and you know, had no idea they did not change and it goes to an ex-spouse and right. you can imagine what your current spouse would think. Yeah, not good. So what about when there's debt in a retirement plan and, hey, and, that's you, a, get and you get divorced? Yeah, great question because uh, I think we often don't think about that. And uh, I think you're on your A-game today bringing that up. It, it's, sure. you know, through... Uh, it can vary state to state, Tony, but uh, settling debt in the retirement account can, um, is something that needs to be considered. So let's take a step back and I'll give you an example. If uh, you have a 401k plan that has a $100,000 loan on it and it originally was a $200,000 401k, a 50-50 split is likely to be calculated on the remaining balance in the plan. But the only potential wrinkle to this is that the divorce decree could spell out that the $100,000 loan must be repaid before the division occurs. So, you know, it's so important to, uh, to really understand if your spouse has taken a loan that maybe you're, you're not aware of, to get those statements, to find those, those uh all the retirement plans that can be out there, 403Bs, 401Ks, 501Cs, all those different things. We need to look and see if the spouse or 529, any type of plan that's been set up, let's look at those, not only what the current value is, but are there loans? 
Yeah. That, there you go. So uh, debt can be a, a huge problem uh, in you know light of divorce uh, if you're getting divorced. And, but I and I think this is a substantial wrinkle. Now before we dive deeper into this topic, uh, let's take a quick break and let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. You know, absolutely. I think uh, each week I talk about. Uh, coming in and setting up appointment with, with me. You can do that uh, at our office. You can do that over the phone. We can do virtual meetings. It all starts really with a phone call, absolutely a complimentary meeting. I'm an author of a book called Tall Ships and Small Ships that I will be happy to give to you whether you become a client or not. So you can reach me at 405-760-5867. All right. Thanks so much for that. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show and our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tends to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call McGuire Capital. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 405-760-5863 or visit us at mcguirecap.com. Welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. We're glad to have you with us each and every week. My name is Michael McGuire. My companies are McGuire Capital and McGuire Retirement Solutions. Each week we bring you a new topic. This week we've, we're bringing you how you can survive a divorce financially, basically a retirement strategy after your divorce. And in this segment of the show, we're going to uh, look at ways that you can adjust your retirement strategy because this divorce has happened. Right. And, you know, it's been an interesting discussion. It's a tough topic. But as you noted in the first segment, it isn't the most fun, but the fact that divorce is a reality for so many people make it an important one. Now, let's continue with our discussion. What do you have next for us, Michael? You know, I think the best place to start in this segment is let's look at pension plans, Tony. You know, okay. I read an article, How to Protect Your Retirement After the Divorce. I mentioned that earlier. In that article, when you dig into it, generally the division of an individual retirement account, or more commonly we know them as IRAs, it's a simple process. Specifically, a divorce decree, which is called a quadro. It's a qualified domestic relation order. Now that's a key document, Tony, that you're going to get. And it is used to transfer balances from one spouse over to the other in what's called a rollover. And so when I'm talking about um, dealing with your attorney with you, it's important that we spell out in that quadro exactly what you're getting. Because when you uh, contact the financial institutions that hold your IRAs or that hold your 401ks or simple plans, um, all those different kinds of retirement plans that we talk about um, in my show, you need a quadro so that those financial institutions will move the money over. And you're going to do that in the form of a rollover. That's going to avoid for you some of the questions I get asked is, is okay, I'm divorcing my spouse and I've, I, I'm receiving half of the retirement funds. Am I going to have to pay taxes on that? And done properly, the answer is no, you will not. You will do a direct rollover. It's going to leave um, where it's currently at in your spouse's name. And if you're getting half of that, then it's going to be rolled over into another protected retirement account that's in your name only with your social security. And by rolling it over, you're going to avoid any taxes or penalties. So through the division of retirement funds, ultimately that is set out by a court order. Uh, there's a number of factors that play into deciding uh, how a monthly benefit would be split between spouses. And as you probably already have guessed, any pension money that was earned during the marriage is considered a joint property. And so therefore, most likely that will be subject to the division order. So if you and your spouse, uh, they have uh, accumulated 
money in a retirement plan after you were married, then that becomes typically joint property. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, wow, there are a lot of ins and outs, and I can see how a divorce can be, you know, not only is it an an emotional, uh, crazy time for people, uh, but obviously uh, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of other things to have to deal with. And that's why it it would be so important to have a financial professional like yourself. Uh, And talking about pensions, I mean, pensions have basically gone the way of the Buffalo, or as I like to say, Michael, pensions have gone the way of the pension at this point. (laughs) They have. Right? They have. Right. But I know from our previous discussions that pension plans have survivor benefits. How does a plan survivor benefit factor into the divorce process? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're asking that question. You know, in some cases, the non-working spouse may choose to keep that survivor benefit and um, that they've been designated to receive. But in other scenarios, the monthly benefit can actually be divided between the non-working spouse, Tony, and the account holder. So the survivor spouse, uh, spousal benefit uh, can be retained, it can be waived, or it can even be transferred. So depending on the language of your divorce decree, that's going to let that financial institution know what they're going to do with that. So in this area um, where non-working spouses, they really need to do their homework. And I think they really need somebody like myself on their side who can help them um, kind of you know, wade through all of this paperwork and understanding exactly what they own in a survival benefit because... Um, you know, things can happen, um, if, especially true, if your retirement account has a survivor benefit and all of a sudden, uh, that benefit could vanish because the non-working spouse ends up remarrying before they reach a certain age and what you thought you received in the divorce may not be there. And so you need to really do your homework and understand that just because on paper you were given this spousal benefit, there could be fine print on how that could go away because you remarried. Ah, okay. So, yeah, and and then if there's a remarriage involved at some point, uh, it really can throw a wrench in things. There's things you have to know about. This is a lot to take in. Maybe you could walk us through some of the general financial steps a person needs to take if they're going through a divorce? I certainly can. Uh, let's, uh, okay, let's look at this, Tony. You're right that, that uh, there's a lot to take in during, on this topic, and I think a lot of people, um, you know, they just, it's devastating. That time of your life, you're, you're, let's just face it, you're sometimes you're not thinking straight. You've got all kinds of emotion going on, especially when there's kids involved. So, that's where you reach out, pick up the phone, uh, not only talk with a, a lawyer that's going to be on your side, I recommend that um, that you have separate lawyers, and I recommend that you pick up the phone and talk to somebody like me and have them also on your side. But like with so many other parts of your personal finances, I think you need to take a deep breath, I think kind of calm your mind and get a strong strategy. That will make all the difference when you're going through this process earlier in today's show, you know, I talked about doing your homework. So I want to circle back for that for just a few moments. When you're dealing with a divorce, it's critical to have a grasp of the rules of the various accounts that you and your spouse own. And you need to know about the division of those assets, what rules are involved in that. So you need to remember that non-participating or non-owner spouses are entitled to all the information that's regarded to those balances. So don't don't think that you're not entitled to see those statements because you are. And what I mean by that is somebody doesn't didn't catch that a non-owner spouse. See what happens is um, let's say that um, you're married, your your wife is is the one working, and you're raising the kids. Your wife owns that 401k. It's in her name only. You may be a beneficiary, but it's in her name or vice versa. If it's the man working, the wife's at home, then it'll be in the man's name. And what happens is they're the owner. And so 
just because you're not listed only maybe as a beneficiary doesn't mean that you're not entitled to see those statements because you have to have those for us to evaluate you know what you're entitled to so additionally you should note that the rules about dividing pensions and other retirement assets they do differ state state from state you know if i'm helping somebody in oklahoma that may look a lot different than somebody that i'm working with that's getting a divorce in florida um, my practice is mainly oklahoma so we're pretty well versed in helping uh, you with your attorneys here um, so tony that i think it's knowledge 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 do your homework have the right people on your side to help you right and all that makes sense to me now, another thing you mentioned earlier in the show is relying on people to help you through the process, professionals. And that's probably something that cannot be overemphasized at this point, right? Yeah, it is right. Um, I think when you go through something as, as difficult and un- unpleasant as a divorce proceedings, um, it is so important to have a deep understanding or have people on your side that have a deep understanding of what the rules are and exactly um you know what you're entitled to because if you don't you're risking you're risking not getting your fair share so working with an expert will ensure that both of your spouses don't overlook things in the process and that it works out to be more equitable um i feel like uh, an easy phone call you know give us a call come in we'll sit down with you private it, it, no obligation uh, you end up, you know, liking what you hear. Um, I, what I find most often, Tony, is when I'm dealing with a couple that are going through a divorce, typically one spouse has a stronger relationship with the financial advisor than the other. And I, it might be prudent that you hire somebody new to handle your side of the assets because you want to make sure that that advisor has your best interest at heart and it's going to keep your business your business and so we get involved a lot of times uh, helping these proceedings and they end up hiring us to help them manage the assets after the divorce so um, absolutely something that uh, a professional can help you and and we're talking about over the course of your life you know tens of thousands of dollars it can save you well, yeah, and and so we're not just talking about attorneys when it comes to divorce. We're talking about financial advisors like yourself, and I think working with both hand in hand is it could really save you a lot of money. Uh, and you have to have a financial advisor on your side uh, and to look at the big picture and all the financial aspects of it, and not just the legal aspects. I mean, the attorneys handle the legal aspects. Uh, but finances, uh, you can get deep in the weeds there and really miss important things that could really end up costing you. And I don't think people are, you know, being analytical and methodical and really strategic when they're in a, in the middle of such an emotional uh, gut-wrenching time for most people, right? No, you're absolutely right. I think... Um it's so easy to get caught up with the emotions that, uh, you, you quit thinking, um, you know, logical about some things. Let's face it. When you're mad and upset, um, which is often the, the state that people are in when they go through a divorce, I think, uh, if you're not currently working with a financial advisor or professional, I strongly recommend that you do that. You know, a seasoned financial service provider, and there's just no doubt they they will help you gain a knowledge of of what you own you know what part you own and maybe maybe you don't really understand it maybe you fully understand it but it's always good to have an, a fresh set of eyes somebody that that is on your side you know that that's looking out for you i think understanding that divorce process lawyers do a great job at laying out the legal how how this is what's going to happen and and but but you need to know because way after that ink is dried on that divorce we're thinking about what what my company what we do every day we're thinking about your retirement and we're going to pick up the pieces we're going to find out exactly where you stand today after the divorce has happened 
and lay out for you the best plan for you. You know, I've worked with many attorneys over the years and, um, a good attorney is a must in a solid financial plan going forward that dealing with somebody that's not going to, you know, talk down to you, somebody that's going to be on your side, that is going to make sure you fully understand what you, uh, what the quadro, uh, has given you and in the divorce proceedings, cause it's yours. And, uh, so we pride ourselves on doing that. I think, uh, one thing's for sure. When you leave my office, um, after that first visit, you'll understand that, that I am a powerful resource that would be on your side, not just during the divorce, but many years after making sure that you hit all the goals that you want. Cause after all married or single, we all want the same thing in retirement, which is to be able to be comfortable, to not have to work until we're in our eighties, to not have to worry each month. And so, um, divorces are super hard, super hard emotionally and can be very hard financially, but they can be overcome with a great plan. Yeah, there you go. And I think that's, it all comes down to planning and, uh, really, I know that while you're going through it, it's hard to plan for something like divorce, but financial planning, you can at least, if you know that it's coming up or you're going through one, you need to work out a plan to move forward. And that's that's a key thing right there. Now, we should probably take another quick break here. Is there anything you want to add before the break? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about tall ships and small ships in my book, chapter two, when you come and meet with me. Um, it'll be a resource for you on helping pick those, uh, professionals that you're going to need. And it's going to give you the right questions to ask. It's going to, uh, help you make an informed decision. So I think it can be a a great resource many, you know, many weeks and months and years after the divorce, um, so if you know somebody, if you're listening to me, if you are going through this or you know somebody that is, uh, have them reach out to me at 405-760-5863. Um, have them tune into the show. Uh, I'm going to give you my website page where you can also link into past shows. Um, you can reach that at mcguirecap.com and, uh, My phone number, once again, though, just to set up a complimentary appointment and receive my book is 405-760-5863. All right. That sounds great. And the book uh, is a great one. And um, so our listeners can get a copy of the book. All they have to do is uh, call and and set up a a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, They can meet with you, get some advice, you'll run some reports for them, and they'll get a copy of your book. And there's no cost for that. That's great. I think that's awesome, Michael. But stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At McGuire Capital, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 405-760-5863 or visit us at mcguirecap.com to learn more. Welcome back to the show today. I'm glad you're tuned in with us. You know we're here each and every week on this station from noon until 1 o'clock. And uh, this week's show is something I think that many listeners out here, it's touched their lives. We're discussing this week about retirement strategies after a divorce. And uh, if you're just now tuning in, my co-host is Tony Shore. And Tony and I have had a, uh, a discussion this morning talking about um, how you can survive and what you can do to pick up the pieces after a divorce to actually create your own plan. So, Part of the uh, show, you can you can call in, of course, uh, anytime during the show or after, and you can do that by calling me at 405-760-5863. You can also, during today's show, request a, an appointment complimentary with me and receive a copy of my book at that same number. 
Tony, I uh, welcome you back. How how are you? Yeah, doing good. It's been a great show so far. Uh, I want to remind listeners that all they have to do is go to your website and go to the radio show page, and there they can listen to this show. They can listen to past shows, or they can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Uh, what's that web address? One more time, Michael. It's mcguirecap.com, and that is M-C-G-U-I-R-E-C-A-P.com. And uh, it's great website to see and check out who we are, where we're located, uh, who my team is, and uh, I encourage you to do that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of resources, a lot of a lot of complimentary resources on the website, as well as past shows. If you if there's a specific topic uh, that you want answers about, whether it's IRAs, 401ks, things like that, uh, retirement income planning, you can check the shows out, uh, subscribe to the show as a podcast, and uh, that way you can listen to it anywhere. Every time there's a new show, you'll have access to it on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. And today's show, uh, really, uh, there's tips. I, I'm not divorced. I've never been through a divorce, but there are a lot of great tips here for everyone, but especially for your finances or your retirement strategy after a divorce or while you're going through one. Uh, there's a lot to know. Um, how would you like to kick off this final segment, Michael? You know, I'm going to kick it off. I've read Money Magazine, Five Ways to Stop Divorce from Wrecking Your Retirement. And uh, we're going to talk about that. The article uses data. They they got the data from the Pew Re- uh, Research Center, Tony. And it tells us that the divorce rate for people older than 50 years old has doubled since the 1990s. And Wow, I had no no idea that that, that had happened. Um, as you probably guessed, you know, a spouse who stays home to raise a family while another spouse works is at a particular financial risk during a divorce. You know, it, it, it stands to reason. You've been out of the workforce. You've been working at home. And now all of a sudden um, you're faced with um, losing that spouse that is, uh, generating the income and, um, that makes it very tough. And, and it, and it's so important to, uh, get your game plan, whether it's, Hey, I need to, uh, go back to school or I need to get a job, uh, in this certain field, or I need extra, I need extra money coming in or I've been, I've been rewarded my part in the divorce. Now, how can I turn that into, um, you know, monthly income? How can I put it in something that I can't outlive that I can't lose due to the market influences? And that's where Tony, uh, when you're faced with that and you have not, you've been out of the workplace for 10 years or more, um, it's daunting, especially in a COVID-19 2020, you know, scenario where we've got still 14 million people unemployed. And it's so critical to, to, to be very protective of the assets that, that you do have. And uh, that's where we come involved. That's where we look at your, your income needs, see if you've got that income gap maybe you are actually uh, at retirement or in retirement and going through a divorce. Well, then it's very critical that we don't lose what you've been rewarded of or received your just, well, you know, what you, you should have. We, we don't want to lose that due to market fluctuations. And if you're younger, um, then, then maybe we need to grow it. Maybe it needs to be in that protective account, that rollover account where you're going to have either tax-free through a Roth setting or tax-deferred growth through a traditional setting. Um, maybe we need to maximize your growth because you are in your 30s or 40s. Um, so all those scenarios we're going to look at, Tony, we're going to make sure that we know your ultimate goal, what, what yeah. it takes. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't feel like a stretch, Michael, to say that divorce is probably especially difficult if you gave up a career to raise a family and and therefore have little to no retirement savings of your own. No, absolutely. I agree with you totally. Um, The first piece of advice 
that that money article you know stated was to redo your budget, Tony. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, it, I hate bud- budgets. Everybody does, I think. But yeah. it, it's something that, that when you factor in the cost of the attorneys, the other representations that you may have had, um, in, in that with building two households instead of one now, or in this case, you're, you're doing one household now, it's easy for you to, you know, overlook things that you need to budget for. And I think that's a very, uh, it's a great fact that that's something you should start with is a simple budget. And cause you know, ultimately when you craft and we sit down with you and, and, and create this financial plan, you know, some of those things that I do with couples, obviously they are, they need to be done with a single individual, which is an emergency fund. You know, it's time for you to, um, make sure that you had those three or four or five or whatever you feel comfortable with six months, uh, that's back in a plant savings account or some form that you can get your hands on in case there's an emergency. And I think moving forward, you need to have a comfortable goal that um, a realistic of what you're going to need when you retire. And we'll look at, okay, that, that is seven years out, or that's four years out, or that's 24 years out. All those things we'll figure out and help you. We'll take in consideration inflation in consideration that your needs are going to change. That's why these plans, because guess what happens? People get remarried and things change and alter. And so that's why it's so important once a year that once these plans are established that we go in and revisit every year. You know, Michael, this strikes me as another opportunity to remind our listeners that if they aren't already, you got to work with a financial professional like yourself. And in the scenario you just provided, it's easy to imagine someone using high-risk investments to try to play financial catch-up you don't necessarily want to do that. Working with a professional can help you stay on track with a strategy that's going to better suit your risk comfort, right? And you know, very true. I, I the scenario is this: you just went through a divorce. Um, you happen to have been the one that is staying at home and raising the family. Um, now it's difficult to find employment, and you've been rewarded this four hundred one k and uh, you are under 59 and a half years old, and your f- first impulse is that I need to pull money out of there. Well, you know, that's where working with an advisor or somebody tells you, hey, you need to invest in flybynight.com because I just made 100% on it, and, and you end up putting your money because you really don't understand what, what somebody's leading you to buy, um, you're putting your money at great financial risk and that doesn't hit home until it hit home. It hits home when we have a market, you know, like this week, Tony, um, the market has come under major pressure. We've had a day that it's, it tested being down a thousand points. And, uh, so it's so important to work with somebody that's going to have your best interest, but more important than that that has the years of experience, somebody that, that can tell you, no, 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 you do not want to take that risk. Let me show you why. Let me show you what's happened to that company in the past during a economic crisis, during a presidential election. Let me show you what the market does typically after an election. Let me, let me create a solid plan based on knowledge and facts. And, uh, so I, I would encourage before you allow somebody to talk you into something that you really don't understand, you know, I have a great website that I've created. It's called retiresafe.net. And I would like you to go to that. That is R-E-T-I-R-E-S-A-F-E.net. Click on it. It's got a little cartoon intro, and it's going to talk to you about what we call risk analysis, the color of money. And it's one of the first steps for you to have peace of mind is to understand, and it helps me understand who you are as far as your risk tolerances. Now, why in the world would that matter? Well, Tony, if you're a very conservative person and you take that test and it, it, and, and by test, it's very few questions. It's very simple, multiple choice. Um, but it's going to allow me to see that, Hey, this person 
is very risk adverse. They are not prone to taking um, investments, investing in investments where they could lose a lot of their money. And here somebody's been showing you something and you didn't really realize it that has a lot of risk in it. Well, guess what? You're not going to sleep at night when you get that statement and see that it's down 15%. And when that other person, that advisor that you're currently using tells you on the phone, don't look at your statement, don't worry about it, put it in the drawer, it's going to be okay, that's not going to give you a lot of comfort. Um, And it shouldn't give you a lot of comfort because you need a portfolio that's tailored to you, not a cookie cutter, not a 1-800-NO-HELP, not somebody that doesn't have a uh, vested interest in you. You want somebody that you can look eye to eye, that you know where they are, and that that they have a... uh, an obligation to take care of you. And so that, uh, if you'll go to that retiresafe.net, fill that out. It's got a little information page that'll alert me that you did that. And that will, um, have me give you a phone call and see if you want a complimentary one-on-one receive my book and get more information. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Now, uh, one other aspect uh, of divorce that could come into play, especially during retirement, is Social Security. Uh, what about Social Security if you're getting a divorce? Well, I'd be willing to bet that uh, Social Security has been on the minds of many of our listeners today. You know, Tony, if you return to work after divorce and you've got a long professional break, you know, you have delayed basically your Social Security um investing in it because you you you've haven't had a a job other than at home you haven't had a job where somebody's paying into social security well we might encourage you to postpone taking your social security benefits until you've had the ability to um, add to those zeros that you had while you were working at home and by doing that by kind of pushing it out if you were married at least 10 years you know your social security benefit will be determined by your ex-spouse's work history. And it's very important if you don't have a long work history yourself because you took that break, uh, you might want to delay taking. Instead of taking Social Security at 62, for example, uh, which, by the way, if you did that and that was early for you, you could see in the neighborhood a 75% reduction in your monthly benefit. Um, According to the Social Security Administration website, or you may have gotten, um, you may have reached your full retirement age, which um, here's an example. Uh, according to the Social Security Administration, the full retirement age is currently 66 for people that are born, Tony, between 1943 and 1954. So if you wait till you're 66, you're going to get 100% of your benefit. If you start early at 62, that may only be 75% of what you would have get. If you wait to 60 and you realize, and a lot of people don't, every year that you prolong taking it, it kind of, it goes up. You basically, that benefit goes up 8% a year. So if you postpone filing until let's say age 70, uh, you can actually drive that monthly benefit up every year. And so that's something we want to consider. Somebody that takes their money at 66 versus uh, the age 70, that person that weighed to 70 might be getting a 30 or will be getting a 32% increase over what somebody did at 66. But, you know, this, yeah, it gets, we lay it out on paper because if you take it it early, you get monthly checks now. And, you know, those add up. And we got to see if it it makes sense to wait it out. But that's, that's what we do. We help you do that. Well, another aspect to all this is real estate, uh, mortgages, or if you own a home, if you're getting divorced, that that's a really big deal, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. You know, um, every, every asset that you have as a couple is in play during the divorce. And when I, um, when I speak with, with a divorced couple, or in, in one of the parties that comes to me and wants to hire me because their spouse has been dealing with somebody for 20 years and they just don't trust them, just to tell you the truth. They, they don't feel like they'll have their best interests. So they come to me. And let's say they were uh, rewarded the home. Well, we're going to do a hard look. It may be a no-brainer. You want to keep it. 
but it also is a tremendous asset that maybe it's time to downsize and that you can take that extra money from the sell from the proceeds. You can get exactly what you want and where you want to live. And oftentimes that's a different location and because you want a fresh start and we can take the proceeds that you do not reinvest and put it to work for you into various different instruments that are protecting you from from taxes protecting you from uh, the market risk you know oftentimes we will utilize uh, those type of instruments so you can have some certainty and some guarantee especially going through um, what you just went through yeah yeah it's a tough topic and we've covered a lot today michael but I think it's a really important one that so many people, like you said, millions of Americans out there, more and more all the time, are having to deal with this. So it's great to get some tips. And I think this has been a really great episode. We're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we go today? Well, I do want to talk about a subject that can can be um, can be involved in the divorce. I want you to look at the annuities that you and your spouse have accumulated do you have a bad annuity? In other words, when you look at those statements and review them, are you paying a ton of money in fees? You know, are you making, um, zero, um, to, to, you know, return or very low returns when the market's going way up and are you losing money when the market's going down? The good news for you is that you can make changes to those old investments, those investments that, are in what I call bad annuities, you can change that and you can reposition that money into a good annuity, into annuities that are going to stop the downside, Tony. So the last thing you want to do um, in a divorce, once you get halved, once you have, you know, roughly half of what you've accumulated, uh, you don't want to get it halved again because of the market. And so, um, oftentimes I will look at the entire portfolio from, from CDs, say, uh, you know, savings accounts, mutual funds, retirement accounts and annuities. Part of our analysis is looking, there are so many bad annuities that I come across. We want to look at those. So Tony, that's part of our service, um, is really taking a hard look at all your current assets, making sure that they're in the right spot making sure you really understand what you own and creating that financial plan. All right. Well, you know what? That does it for today's episode of the Bull and the Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to the Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.